0: Welcome to Shedding Shackles. Today's topic is Question the Fallen Life. And now here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Hello, welcome to
1: Shedding Shackles radio. This program airs all over the country right now and in Canada. And I just want you to know that we have a listener calling line, and you can call and leave a message, and uh, or a question, and there's a good chance I'll answer it on, on the air. So let's get the program off to a good start with a call that came in on the listener call in line. Hi. I've come out of a, had a bit of a question for you. Uh I'm sort of having difficulty sticking with the plan that God wants me to live. I'm constantly falling back in and out again of,
0: on God's plan and continuously falling back into the old habits, and I'm just having a lot of difficulty staying with where I need to be. And I just
1: want to know if you had any info or in, any insight that could kind of, kind of help me push myself back into the right path and stay there. Thank you. It's a very good question. It's everybody's problem, you know the problem of the human race. We're a fallen race. Have you have you heard of the term fractal? You know, like if you get a, a cauliflower. Or no, a broccoli. When you look at the whole broccoli, it has a, a shape. And then if you take one little um, part of the broccoli, it has the same shape. Y- you know what I mean. Well... The human race as a whole is a fallen race. It began with Adam, and that's our legacy. And each of us, in our life, fall. I think it was was it Aristotle or Plato who who said that uh, that a tragedy was, you know, uh, the, the Greek play, uh, a Greek tragedy was was the fall of a great man, or you could say the fall of a great person. But isn't that truth? We humans were created by God in his image and likeness and an example of what a human being could become, or should be. It was Christ. The things that, the love that he had, the things that he did, magical things. We humans were meant to be something like that. Or you look at someone like a a great person or maybe a great thinker, not so much a thinker, but a great intuitionalist like Albert Einstein who realized things. And then uh, that's where he got his discoveries. So the point is and we all know that. You remember when you were in high school, some of your some of your friends were so smart and so talented. And you yourself, you have to shyly admit that you kind of when you were young, you looked at yourself in the mirror and you thought, "You know what? I'm pretty cool, and I'm really smart. And you had great potential. You knew that, and you dreamed of great things. But then the story of our life is is uh, is failing. So now, I I want to offer you something that will be of great help to you. Two things. First of all, I want to tell you that that you're probably trying too hard. See, we 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 really can't pull ourselves up by our own bootstraps, because we're born into the fallen life. That's that's your inheritance. And. It's all that you have, but there is a latent potential for something else, and that's what you have to seek. So what you need to do is to seek and search and question and wonder and yearn for that, that you want to be. That's what you need to do. If you you focus on yourself, on trying to improve yourself, trying to change yourself, and then what? You get angry at yourself. You get frustrated at yourself. Do you see how it's just more self-involvement? But you can't pull yourself up by your. You know, if somebody's falling in a, from a, a plane with, um, with, um, they can't pull themselves back up by grabbing a hold of their, of their uh, belt or something and pulling. It's not going to work. So what will work? Well, God has to do it. So now you said you want to find God's plan. Well, that is that is good. So what do you do? Search for it. Yearn, yearn to know the purpose for your existence. And put aside any pl- any plans and regimens and protocols and studies and everything that other people have planned for you. It's just more of the hand of man. Just just put it aside. And just quietly go about your life as a mom or dad as a worker, a neighbor, a father, a mother, I'm, I'm speaking to the audience in, in you know, as a whole. Your question is good because through you, I can talk to others. Just go about your life, but wonder about things, and, and yearn to know what it is that's yearn for the missing piece in your life that's missing right now. Yearn for it because it has to be you. A new life from God, because otherwise we just keep falling in. See, and the more you resent yourself, the harder you try. You you just get more bogged down. So what you need to do is to stop trying. And it's it sounds like you're giving up, but you're not giving up. You're just you're just um, there's a cute joke. A man went up to heaven. and uh, St. Peter met him at the pearly gates and St. Peter said well in order to get into heaven you have to know the secret the password and it, it's it's uh, you have to tell us what it is a little phrase so the man thought oh what well, could it be uh, John 3.16 Peter said no uh, Matthew 4.26 no First uh, Corinthians 9.17 no so he went down this long list of uh, different things and finally he's, he's, he shook his head and he said I give up Peter said, that's it. So it's kind of like that. It's like the old phrase, let go and let God. You've heard that. Well, that's what it really, that's what it is. I'm a man with a microphone, so people ask. No, I don't have a church. I do not have a church. I'm just a person. And I open my mouth and I talk. And if what I say strikes a responsive chord, then that's good. So it's kind of like that. It's like the old phrase, let go and let God. You've heard that. Well, that's what it really, that's what it is. So it, it almost seems like you're giving up, but you're not, you're not abandoning yourself resentfully, but simply standing back. Have you ever tried to fix something, and the harder you try, you make a mess of it, and then you just stand back. Or you put it aside, and you walk away. Then you come back the next day, oh, oh, I see, and it's easy. You see what I mean? Sometimes things fix themselves. God needs You need the hand of God, not the hand of man. So, so how do you stand back from this bu- ma- bu- bug? from the mire that we've fallen into. And we keep falling back, don't we? We all do. So how do we fail? Well, I could go into that, but let me just give you a little hint as to why the meditation is so helpful. A man once said, Lord, I believe, they said to Jesus, Lord, I believe it helped thou my unbelief. The only life that you inherit now is the fallen life, the sensual life, the, the life of doubt, the life of struggle and all of that stuff that's what you inherit so what you need is some help with that well that's what the meditation does it teaches you how to stand back see the the new life comes from within when you when you set aside resentment when you set aside willfulness when you set aside trying to save yourself and then in then there's an emptiness into which God can put something. Do you see? So the new life is waiting to unfold but it comes from this heavenly abode. it comes into you from from within and then it unfolds. and as time goes by, you begin to notice, that you've changed. And it's remarkable. So the meditation is like the first little baby. So you have, to, you have to start with something. Like I said on a on a video I made a couple of, or a lecture I made a couple of weeks ago, I said, Confucius said, that the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. Well, for you, step number one is to yearn and yearn to know the purpose for your existence and to yearn for that missing thing that you don't have now. And step number two is is temporarily setting aside all your worries and fears and struggles and just set them aside. And then num- number three then is to take the little meditation and begin to practice it because it teaches you how to stand back. And what's the first thing that it teaches you how to stand back from? Your thoughts, your imagination. So, When we talk about the fall of the human race, let's talk about the fall of of the human being. What happens when you fall, when you fail, when you're impatient with your kids, or you say something mean to somebody, or you get angry at your wife or your husband? What what do you do? Then you fall into thought, into the imagination, thinking about what happened, what she said, what he said, what you should have said, what you're going to say next time, worrying about what's going to happen. You fall into thought and into imagination, and then you hide there. Eventually, you hide there all the time, lost in thought, to escape from what? From reality from and f- from God. And so, you really, what you're escaping from is from that new life that could come in. So, the meditation teaches you how to stand back. So, get okay, a little meditation. Take three meditations a day, first thing in the morning, around lunchtime, and then in the evening. And then just go about your life. And if you fail, then just see that you failed. If you mess up, you say I messed up. And if you keep messing up, then just say, Lord, I keep messing up and if if anybody's gonna gonna help me, it, it's gotta be you. You see? See yourself failing without resenting yourself. See? And then that's the beginning. Oh, the listener call in line. Yeah, you got to call. You got to call 24-7. Leave a question. And there's a good chance I'll use your voice on the air. And you'll hear your question answered on the air. The number you call is 510-455-8851. 510-455-8851.
0: You, too, can learn the art of watching and remaining centered with the help of our free meditation. To learn more, visit SheddingShackles.com, SheddingShackles.net, or SheddingShackles.us, and click on Meditation. Send Roland an email at Roland at SheddingShackles.com.
2: Are you experiencing stress, anxiety, or unhappiness? Do you feel weighed down by the past? Stay tuned for a special message from Roland Trujillo, host of the Shedding Shackles radio program.
1: Welcome to Shedding Shackles Radio. This program airs all over the country right now and in Canada. And I just want you to know that we have a listener call-in line. And you can call and leave a message And uh, or a question. And there's a good chance I'll answer it on, on the air. So let's get the program off to a good start with a call that came in on the listener call-in line. Do you help non-Christians? I'm not in any religion. Good question. The answer is absolutely. One of my favorite Bible verses. I think it's Paul that says it. He says, God is not a respecter of persons, because he looks at the heart, not at externals. So, for example, the meditation that I have. I, first of all, I call it meditation because I have to call it something. I could call it an exercise in objectivity. Or I could call it uh, getting centered. Or I could call it becoming still. I could call it a lot of things. I call it meditation. It's a good word. People kind of understand what meditation is, so I use that term. But it's basically an assist. It helps you to get started, to find what, to refine your center, to refine God, to refine what you once had a long time ago when you were a little child. you had a brightness. You had a light in you. You had spontaneity. You had a sense of adventure. And you had a sense of right and wrong. You knew when it when, when another kid did something wrong. You knew it. And when people were being mean, you knew it. Nobody had to teach you. You just knew it. That's what you have to refine. And it doesn't matter to me what country you're in, what part of the world you live in, I could care less. You understand that what sitting still is. You you understand what closing your eyes and looking at the inside of your eyelids and seeing the little pixels of light. You understand all of that. And you understand how to become aware of your hand, for example, until it tingles a little bit. And that thereby, you become centered you recontact that inner light and you share it with your body and so that's good for everybody no matter where you are you be sitting in in south africa it's it's beautiful the thing that always amazes me when i close my eyes i can see little little pixels of light, a little warm glow of light. And if I went 2,000 miles away to Chicago and closed my eyes, I would see the same light. If I got on a spaceship and went hundreds of thousands of miles out into outer space, that same spiritual light would be there. It's just amazing. It's everywhere. And that's what you need to refine, And then live from it. Yearn for it. Love it. And don't resent other people. See that they're lost sheep. Maybe your parents, they did the best they could, but they messed up, so forgive them. In other words, don't have a grudge against them, that sort of thing. So it's universal. It's absolutely universal.
0: You too can learn the art of watching and remaining centered with the help of our free meditation. To learn more, visit SheddingShackles.com, SheddingShackles.net, or SheddingShackles.us, and click on Meditation.
1: It's particularly nice for Christians who are Christian, but just not quite Christian enough. When they were kids, when you were kids, you heard beautiful things in church. You liked what you heard. You heard about Jesus and God and some of the things that he said, and you liked it. You heard the Christmas songs, and you liked them. And when you begin to meditate and start to refine that inner light, it testifies. Within, there's a testimony, silent testimony, to what you hear on the outside. So then you hear something beautiful, and you know that it's true. And it goes for anybody, from any part of the world. You hear things, something that's true, and then you see that it's true, and it's beautiful, and you love it. Now, of course, I'm going to say that as you begin to see things as they really are, well, then you're going to come around to uh, to see things as they really are. You'll see Christ for who he is, and you'll see God for what he is. I don't mean see him literally, but I mean sense, understand, realize, and so on. It's beautiful, but it's private. See, in the past, what's happened to a lot of us is people have tried to force something on us. They forced you to try to force you into believing this or believing that. And so they kind of messed, messed, got involved and stuck their nose in where it didn't belong. See, see, religion is, is a very personal thing between the soul and its maker. It's a sacred thing. It's a private thing. And so they they tried to meddle. People have tried to force something on us. They forced you to... And so that sort of thing can really turn a person off to religion. It really can. So then you have people who are totally turned off to religion, totally turned off to Christianity, because the Christians, like Gandhi said, he said, well, they asked him about Christianity. He said, well, it actually sounds rather nice. But he said the only thing is that I've I've never met a, a a real Christian. So you see what I mean. So maybe the people that you've known that turned you off, that were phonies or hypocrites or pressured you or were mean or two-faced or disappointed you or took advantage of you and so on—they weren't real Christians. So forget all that. See, resentment can block you. Can block you from the truth. See. So, just so let go of the resentment, forgive them, and then you'll be able to, to see what really is. Just like, just like school, a lot of people have learning blocks from school. Things were forced on them, the wrong teaching methods were used. Things were, were presented to them too quickly, and they were overwhelmed, or too slow, and it was boring. Or the wrong things were presented. The wrong way of presenting, presenting, there was just so many things. Or the, or the atmosphere was no good. Or at home, things were not good. They went to school. They couldn't focus. They got bad grades. Blah, blah, blah. So just forget it all. Start, start anew. Learn what, what's of interest to you. Be, go out in the world and go about your business, and then all of a sudden you'll see something or you'll realize something. And it's beautiful. And that's how you learn, in God's light. So, yeah, the, what I have is for everyone. I'm talking to everyone. It doesn't matter. What I have is good. Now, the listener calling line, once again, the number is 510-455-8851, 510-455-8851. So, call, okay? I need callers. It makes for more interesting radio. If a call comes in and I answer the call, it makes it for a lot more interesting radio. So, a lot of the people that watch my YouTube videos, you know, are very nice people. And they love Madame Bouillon, and they love the spiritual side of life. But sometimes they have a question about something. Wouldn't it be nice? So, call anytime, 24-7. You can call right now, and you'll get my voicemail, and you leave a message, you leave your question, and then I very well may use it on the air. Your voice will be on the air, and your question, and I'll answer it on the air, so it's good for everyone, good for you, good for everyone. The number, 510-455-8851. Call any
0: time.
1: Get the little meditation. Begin to practice it. Sit quietly. Watch. Observe the spiritual light when you're sitting with your eyes closed. And at the same time you can become aware of your hand. You can become very gently aware of your hand. Even now, if you're sitting quietly in your room, or in your office quietly, or on the sofa, or sitting out in the garden quietly, you can, with your eyes closed, see the little patterns of light on the inside of your forehead. And you can become aware of your hand. It's very beautiful. So, get the meditation. I've made them free. I've made the free meditation, the fat, you know, the quick one, the eight-minute one. I've made it free. And I've made the four-part meditation, which is so beautiful. I've made it free also. So, go to SheddingShackles.com, SheddingShackles.net, or SheddingShackles.us get the meditation and begin to practice it every morning, every noon, every evening. And discover your true life waiting to unfold. And it will be beautiful. Until next time, Lord willing, and the Greek don't rise.
2: I'll see you then. Bye-bye.